0: Welcome to the ET Considers Everything podcast for Thursday, November 14th, 2019. On this edition, we'll be taking a look at the first round of the VHSL football playoffs around the regions here in Region 1C and Region 1D, along with Region 2C and Region 2D and Region 3D as well. we'll be taking a look at the TWSAA High School Football Playoffs Round 2, along with the Kentucky High School Athletic Association High School Football Playoffs in Round 2, and then taking a look ahead to the top 25 college football matchups for the weekend, week number 12 in college football, and then we'll be taking a look at the NFL week 11 matchups for this week as well. So lots to get to on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and get going with it. First off, let's go ahead and start with Region 1C in the VHSL high school football playoffs. It's always a fun time of year for the high school football playoffs to begin. It's going to be very interesting to see what all takes place here in the upcoming weeks. Region one seed bracket. number eight seed Eastern Montgomery they're two and eight. They will be at number one seed Galax. They are at eight and one. Number seven seed Grayson County. They finished the season at three and seven. They are at number two Narrows who finished the season undefeated at ten and zero. Number six Perry McClure, they went three and seven. They are at number three George Wythe, who is at seven and two. And number five, Auburn, they're at five and five. They're at number four, Covington, who's at six and four. Now, when I look here in the region one seed bracket, I really don't see a lot of lower seed teams moving on. The only one I could see potentially moving on is number five, Auburn. They could potentially move on against number four, Covington, in an upset. Besides that, I see Galax, Narrows, George Wythe, all moving on pretty easily, I'd say, into the Region 1C semifinals. So there's your look at Region 1C. Let's go ahead and take a look at Region 1D now. Very competitive throughout the year. Number eight, Honeaker, five and five. They're at number one, Patrick Henry, who finished the uh, regular season undefeated at 10 and 0. Number seven, Castlewood, they're at six and four. They're at number two, J.I. Burton, who finished the regular season at eight and two. That will be the 93 5 WAXM high school football first round playoff game of the week on Friday night. Looking forward to that. Number six, Thomas Walker. They're at six and four. They'll be at number three, Chuhalli, who's eight and two. And number five, Holston. They're at six and four, traveling to number four, Eastside, who's at five and five. Now, in Region 1D, I could see some upsets happening here potentially. Um, two in particular. Um, number five Holston they have a good chance of defeating number four Eastside and I really could see um, Castlewood giving J.I. Burton some run for their money if they can get their players back healthy and have a good chance to compete there Um, I see Patrick Henry and Chill Howie both rolling in their matchups Um, they've both been consistently the best two teams all season besides J.I. Burton and I feel like that they maybe could be on a potential, uh, potential collision course for the Region 1D final. But that all depends on what J.I. Burton does throughout this play, postseason and playoff run. let will take a look at Region 2C now. Number eight, Chatham, six and four. They're at number one, Appomattox, who's eight and two. Number seven, Patrick County, five and five. They're at number two, Radford, who went eight and two. Number six, Dan River, they're six and four. They're at number three, Gretna, who's seven and three. Number five, Floyd County, they went five and five. They're at number four, Glenver, who went six and four. Now, as far as Region 2C is concerned, a lot of the same thing. Um, I feel like the only team that could potentially, like I said, pull an upset here are the number six seed, Dan River up over number three, Gretna, and then number five, Floyd County, over number four, Glenver. Um I see Appomattox rolling, I see Radford rolling. They both had very strong seasons throughout the year. Um, Gretna has been a team that's kind of been, don't wanna say up and down, but they have definitely had their spots throughout the regular season, and um, played well here throughout the end of the regular season, for sure. And Glenver made a good run here. I believe they uh, started the year out at 2-3, and three, finished the year at 6-4. and four. Um, Good year for Glenver, no doubt. They're in the playoffs once again. Moving on to Region 2 D bracket. This is the one that most people in this region are very interested in besides the Region 1 D bracket. Number 8, Marion. They're at 3-7. They will be at number 1, Ridgeview, who's 8-2. and two. Number 7, Gate City four and six, they're at number two, Union, who went eight and two. Number six, Taswell, seven and three, they're at number three, Graham, who went eight and two. And number five, Richlands, they're at number four, Central, who went eight and two, Richlands are going at six and four on the regular season. Now, um, I see Ridgeview rolling over Marion. I see Graham rolling over Taswell. Pretty easy wins for both those two. Um, the two matchups that catch my eye immediately, are number seven, Gate City, at number two, Union, number five, Richlands, at number four, Central. Um, all four of those teams have been competitive throughout the regular season, and it's been a lot of fun to see how this region would shape up. You know, Gate City had a big year to start the year over, a big win to start the year over Richlands, uh, and then they lost five in a row to get to one and five, then they won three in a row to get back to four and five, um, finishing the year with a loss to Central and going four and six. This Gate City team has been very gritty. They've been very competitive throughout the year, and they got a chance to potentially pull the upset here against number two, Union. I'm gonna predict that it's gonna be a very close game. I think Union will win a squeaker, something like 28 to 14 or 28 to 20, but it's gonna be a very closer game than what the regular season scoreline was. Now, as for number five, Richland's at number four, Central. This is uh, my game of the week. Um, I feel like this one definitely could be very competitive, both on and off the field. Both these schools have uh, very interesting Twitter feeds that I keep eye and eye on to see what each of them are going to say, and both their teams are very competitive. This game means a lot to Central because it's their first ever home playoff game in their school history, and you know it's going to be a lot to them to try to pick up this win try to move on to take on Ridgeview more than likely next week in the region 2d semifinals but we'll just have to wait and see how this game unfolds this is definitely my game of the week around the region here in region 2d and I look forward to seeing what takes place there um, CJ Crabtree um, all these young boys at central you know they're gonna to have to make a run and They'll definitely uh, give it their all, no doubt about it. Best season in the school history, going 8-2, and two, getting to host a first-round playoff game. Definitely means a lot to these kids like uh, C.J. Crabtree, Max Reynolds, Hunter Loudon. Um, you know, there's a lot of great kids on that central team that I follow. And, you know, it's a lot of fun to see how they do. And then Mullins a quarterback. Um, just... A lot of fun to see how this Central team does. Same way with Union. Um, Union and Central, to me, are kind of similar teams. Um, Both have had their injury um, aspects throughout the year. And both of them really have been um, playing up to their strengths throughout the year. You know, Union's big win was against Ridgeview. And Central's big win was against Union. Um, So... If if those two can play very well, they'll both advance. But then they'll have stiff challenges there in the Region 2D semifinals. So definitely a lot to look forward to this weekend around Region 1, 1 and Region 2, both Region C and Region D, and uh, definitely looking forward to that as well. We well, take a look at Region 3D now in the Region 3D bracket. It will be. Number eight, William Byrd, three and seven. At number one, Lord Baudetot, who's 10 and 0. We've heard a lot about this Lord Baudetot team throughout the years, and they have been traditional power here in Region 3D and definitely a lot of fun to keep up with. Number seven, Abingdon, five and five. They'll be traveling to number two, Northside, seven and three. Number six, Bassett, six and four. They're at number three, Magna Vista, seven and three. And number five, Christiansburg, five and five. They're at number four, Hidden Valley, who's six and four. Now this region, I feel, is a whole lot more competitive than uh, region one, region two, as far as region 1D and region 2D. Um, I really could see Christiansburg beating Hidden Valley. I really could see Bassett potentially upsetting Magna Vista, you know, in the 6-3 and the 4-5 games. Um, Northside, I believe, will roll over Abingdon, unfortunately, for those in the Mountain Seven that root for Abingdon, and then um, Lord Bartop will uh, roll on against William Byrd. So um, it'll be interesting to see what takes place there in Region 3D, and we'll see how it goes. Um, more than likely, after this week, I'd say I probably won't be writing down Region 3D because Abingdon will more than likely be eliminated. And I'll just keep my focus on Region 1D and 2D throughout the time, along with Region 1C and 2C as well, to see who those regional winners will face off against one another in the state semifinals. So this is a fun playoff week, ladies and gentlemen. It's the first week of the VHSL high school football playoffs. And I'm very glad that they've went back to the uh, traditional format with eight teams coming from each region. I feel like that's a whole lot better than uh, combining the whole into 16. Um, 16 was really a lot. Um, And, you know – it's it's better to be regionalized with teams playing each other um, throughout their region all the way up until the state semifinals when they match up with region C and then region A matching up with region B. I feel like it's just a whole lot better of a way to do things here. So definitely looking forward to seeing what takes place here in the region, more playoffs in the VHSL high school football playoffs round number one. We we'll take a look at the TWSWA high school football playoffs now, round two, getting set to get underway. Number two, Oliver Springs, nine and two. They are at number one, Clarendon, six and five. And number three, Coalfield, they're at eight and three. They're at number one, Greenback, who went nine and two. Um, I really see Oliver Springs and Coalfield um, potentially moving on here. Um, those two teams have been. Pretty solid throughout the year. Uh, Cleveland has been very fortunate to get the number one seed, and uh, I just feel like that that could be the matchup there in the Region 1A. Uh, Region 2A, you got number two, Oneida, seven and four. They're at number one, Hampton, nine and two. And then number two, South Green, ten and one at number one, Meeks County, who's also ten and one. Um, I feel like Hampton will beat Oneida, and South Green and Meigs County could go really either way. Um, I feel like this is a very strong matchup for both teams. Um, give Meigs County just a slight advantage being at home, but it's not by much. I would say maybe a field goal or a touchdown at the most. So should be a very good game there between both of those 10-1 teams. Moving on to Region 3A. Number four, Kingston, who pulled an upset last week over uh, a team there. Is at number two, Austin East, who went eight and three. And number three, Gatlinburg, eight and two. They're at number one, Alcoa, 10 and one. Um, Like Austin East and Alcoa are definitely the favorites to move on here for sure. Um, We'll just have to wait and see what takes place there. Kingston defeated Chucky Dope last week. Had to look back in my notes, so. I uh, apologize for that slight um, uh, pause there for just a second to uh, see who Kingston defeated, but um, it was a big upset for them last week for sure, but I feel like Austin East and Alcoa are the two teams to get out of Region 3A to advance to the state quarterfinals in the TWA playoffs. Moving on, Region 4A, two local schools going at it here. Number 3, Sullivan South, 6 and 5. at number 1, Elizabethan, who's 11 and 0. Number 2, Greenville, 9 and 2. At number 1, Anderson County, 10 and 1. Now, the heart in me is really wanting to see Greenville and Elizabethan go at it one more time. And I think ultimately that's what I'll pick. But, I feel like it'll be more than likely Elizabeth and Anderson County moving on to face each other in the state quarterfinals. But nothing against this Greenville team. They've got a lot of talent still. And they've got a lot to prove. You know, they've been talked about all year and kind of not in the positive spotlight throughout the year. But they've been a team that have uh, definitely showed their strength here throughout the regular season, losing only two games to Powell, who's in 5A, and to Elizabethan, who's in 4A. So Greenville's a very strong team, and uh, both those games should be very good. I see Elizabethan facing Anderson County in 4A. 5A, number four, Gibbs, who pulled an upset last week over Tennessee High. 8-3, they're at number two, Knox Central, who went 9-2. Daniel Boone, 7-4, they're at number one, South Doyle, who went 8-3. and three. And then uh, down in Lower Knoxville as well, you got number four Oak Ridge six and five at number two Knox West. Uh, Oak Ridge pulling an upset last week. They defeated. Um, looking through my notes here, they 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 pulled a big upset last week. I have to give them a lot of credit for doing that. And uh, you know it's very interesting to see how these matchups go because you really don't know how they'll play out. And that's the fun of high school football in the playoffs. You know, it's winner take all. And that's the beauty of it. And then number two, Rhea County, 9-2, they're at number one, Pal, who is the potential favorite in 5A. They're 11-0. and 0. Um, I see Knox Central beating Gibbs. Um, South Doyle more than likely will defeat Daniel Boone. Knox West will defeat Oak Ridge. And... Powell and Rhea County could be a very close game, but I see Powell moving on in that one as well. So let's take a look at the 6A side in the TWSAA playoffs now. Number three, Bearden, five and six. They're at number one, Dobbins Bennett, who went nine and two. Um, very good year for Dobbins Bennett. And then number two, Farragut, at six and five. They are at number one, Maryville at 11 and 0. I see Dobbins Bennett and Maryville for a collision course in the state quarterfinals. Um, Dobbins Bennett has played strong throughout the year. They started out 8-0, they lost their last two games there to, I believe it was Alcoa and uh, uh, maybe like Morristown East or something like that. But you know, Dobbins Bennett's been strong throughout the year, as has Maryville. Maryville's the, the class of 6A and they have been for Gosh, I don't know, probably the last five, six years and winning play four of the last five state titles in 6A for TSSAA. So um, if that's a matchup that takes place in the state quarterfinals, that'll be a lot of fun to keep up with and definitely looking forward to that. So we'll see what takes place there. Moving on into the KHSAA, which is the Kentucky High School Athletic Association. High school football playoffs round two. Raceland Worthington is at Paintsville. Hazard is at Pikeville. Camp is at Williamsburg, on the 1A side. Um, Paintsville and Raceland Worthington to me is a toss-up. I've seen both those teams play play very strong throughout the year. Um, Paintsville go moving into this matchup is 8 and 3. Raceland Worthington I believe 7 and 4. Um, so I give Paintsville just a slight edge being at home, but uh, it's not by much. Then moving on into um the next matchup there. Hazard, they went uh, seven and three during the regular season, now up to eight and three. Pipeville had a bye in the first round, undefeated at ten and zero. I see Pipeville moving through in this matchup over Hazard. Probably a close game. I'd say probably a seven to ten point game. And then Lynn Camp, um, they went five and five during the regular season, so they're six and five right now. They're at Williamsburg, who went six and four. So they're 7-on-4 currently. Toss-up there, I feel like Williamsburg has a slight edge over Camp. Moving on, 2A, Middlesbrough is at Breathitt County. Somerset is at Lexington Christian. Shelby Valley is at West Carter. Um, Middlesbrough went 6-4 during the regular season. Breathitt County undefeated. Um, believe Breathitt County will win that game. Somerset and Lexington Christian. Don't know much about Somerset, Lexington, Christian. Uh, Very strong team, went nine and one during the regular season. Uh, Somerset went seven and three. Give the edge to Lexington Christian in that matchup. And Shelby Valley at West Quarter. Shelby Valley went uh, five and five during the regular season, so they're up to six and five now. West Quarter went eight and two, so I give the edge to West Quarter in that game. Moving on, region three A. Pike Central is at Belfry. Rockcastle County is at Bell County. Uh Pike Central went six and four during the regular season. Belfry went eight and two. Give the edge to Belfry in that matchup. And uh Rockcastle County going five and five. Bell County going undefeated. I would give the edge to Bell County in that matchup. Region 4A, Harlan County, is at Johnson Central. Harlan County had a very strong year at 8-2. But Johnson Central was better. They went 10-0. Give the edge to Johnson Central in that matchup. And in Region 5A, it's Southwestern at Whitley County. Southwestern went 6-4 during the regular season. Whitley County went 8-2. Uh, should be a very good game there. I give Whitley County a slight edge there. So there's your look at the VHSL High School Football Playoffs for Round 1, along with the TWSAA High School Football Playoffs and the KHS. A High School Football Playoffs round two, previews of all of those, and uh, my insight on what's going to take place, which, you know, it's, it's okay, it's not the best, but I, I give it my best trying to analyze these games and what's going to take place, and just from my um, past experience and what's down here with my notes here, and it's a lot of fun to keep up with, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Moving on here, the NCAA football top 25 schedule for week 12. Michigan State, they're at number 14, Michigan this week. Indiana's at number nine, Penn State. Number five, Alabama, they're at Mississippi State. Number nine, Florida's at Missouri. Number 13, Wisconsin, they're at Nebraska. Kansas is at number 24, Oklahoma State. Number 21, Navy is at number 15, Notre Dame. Number 24, Wake Forest, they're at number three, Clemson. Uh, number two, Ohio State, they're at Rutgers. Number five, Georgia, they're at number 10, Auburn. Number 20, Memphis, they're at Houston. Uh, number, uh, West Virginia, they're at number 19, Kansas State. Number seven, Minnesota's at number 25, Iowa. Number 18, Cincinnati is at Southern Florida. South Florida, excuse me. Number one, LSU is at Ole Miss, an annual rivalry game. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma, they're at number 11, Baylor this week. UCLA to number eight Utah and Arizona is at number seven Oregon, so uh, lots of good games to look forward to this week, including Navy and Notre Dame, in a ranked matchup. You got Florida or Georgia and Auburn there, and uh one of the world one of the oldest rivalries in the SEC. Minnesota is at Iowa this week, uh, Baylor and Oklahoma is very pivotal game. So you got four big time uh, ranked matchups there, and uh, should be a lot of fun to see what all takes place there definitely a lot of fun to keep an eye on there for the high school or for the college football season excuse me and um you know it's hard to believe we're already in week 12 of the college football season it seems like it's just flown by it always does and you know when football season gets here we're all so excited for it and then it just keeps on going week after week after week and then before you know it, it's all over you know, we enjoy it, and that's that's the beautiful part of sport. You know the seasons are uh, here, and they go by decently quick. But when they're in season, you know we enjoy them. That's what matters the most. So as you look at the top 25 schedule for this week, my notable game, my game of the week in college football this week is between Oklahoma and Baylor, with a slight second place to Florida or to Georgia and Auburn. I don't know why I keep on saying Florida when it's Georgia. Apologize for that. So both those games are potential playoff bracket busters, I would call them. Moving on to the NFL Week 11 schedule for this week. Pittsburgh is at Cleveland tonight. On Sunday, New York Jets are at Washington. Atlanta is at Carolina. All these are 1 p.m. games. Dallas is at Detroit. Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Buffalo is at Miami. Denver is at Minnesota. New Orleans is at Tampa Bay. Houston is at Baltimore. That's the big game of the weekend there, I, I would say. 4.05 p.m., Arizona's at San Francisco. 4.25 p.m., Cincinnati's at Oakland. New England is at Philadelphia. Sunday night football this week, Chicago at the L.A. Rams. And Monday night football, Kansas City at the L.A. Chargers. Buys for this week, Green Bay, New York Giants, Seattle, and Tennessee. So uh, the big game in the NFL this week is between Houston and Baltimore. Baltimore six and two, Houston I believe is um, five and three on the year. So that'd be a big time game there. Um, Chicago and LA is a big game as well. Chicago enters it at four and five. LA is at five and four. Uh, whoever loses that game will more likely be out of the playoff hunt, I would say. And both of them are behind the uh, proverbial eight ball right now and have a lot of ground to make up. Uh, Jacksonville and Indianapolis is a big game in the AFC South. Um, uh, Jacoby Brissett might play this week. It's going to be close to see if he can come back. Um, if not, Brian Hoyer will be the starting quarterback for the Colts this week. Um, more analysis here: New England and Philadelphia. That's a, that's an interesting game. There. It's a rematch of Super Bowl Fifty One, where the Eagles defeated the Patriots. Um, should be a great game. Um, I think New England will be hungry after the bye week to go into Philadelphia and make a statement, and I believe they will probably win this game by two touchdowns or more. So, see what takes place there, and should be a lot of fun. Last night, the UVA Wise men's basketball team had an exhibition game in Birmingham, Alabama, against Sanford. Uh, Sanford defeated UVA Wise 104-62, to but the previous night, UVA Wise defeated Piedmont International by a score of 80-62 to to pick up their first victory of the 2019 season. Tonight, the UVA Wise women's basketball team are on the road as they take on Concord University. That will be a 6 p.m. first tip-off, so it should be a lot of fun and uh Definitely look forward to seeing what the women do tonight coming off of a pretty good weekend down in South Carolina. They uh lost their first game of the weekend to limestone. I believe it was 94 to 83. Coming back on the next day to defeat Converse uh, by a score of eighty-seven to fifty-three. So a uh, good weekend for the Cavs, Lady Cavs, and they'll look to continue that momentum tonight. Senior Day volleyball will be taking place this weekend. I'll be looking forward to announcing that. And, uh, you know, it's been a rough year for the UVA-wise women's volleyball team. But one thing that I have enjoyed watching about this team is that they don't give up. They don't fight, or they don't give up. They don't lay down. They always fight. And that's what you want in a team, regardless of what the record is. You know, be proud to represent this university, and I know all of those young women are, and I'm very proud of all of them. I continue to wish them the very best in their futures, no matter what they do, whether it's in the sports field or out in the uh, professional uh, job world there of uh, being like a doctor, being a teacher, um, just any being a nurse, anything that they want to set their mind to, I know that they can do it they have the mindset to do it and that's what it's all about so I'm definitely looking forward to announcing Senior Day on Saturday at 2pm um, UVA Wise Football is on the road for their final game of the 2019 season they will be at UNC Pembroke uh, pre-game begins at 12.30 on 92.5 WLSD um, you can join Steve Curran and special play-by-play man this week out uh, replacing Mr. Zach Hilton who's out Recovering from surgery is our very own prior center director Chris Davis, and uh, you know me and Chris have grown to be very good friends here for, throughout the past couple years, and you know he's trusted me to announce some of his events in the prior center, whether it be volleyball or helping them out in basketball or you know anything like that, and I'm I'm, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, you know when we first met it was kind of interesting, you know, because we both kind of had a love for a lot of the same things. You know, our teams obviously were different, but, you know, we both enjoyed talking to one another and just having, you know, a lot of good times. And um, Chris has been a very good friend to me throughout my time here at UVA Wise and Sports Information. And he'll continue to be a very good friend of mine. And I hope that, I've done my part in being a good friend to him back. And, you know, when push comes to shove at the end of the day, as long as you have friendships here, not only on campus with my job here, you know, helping out in sports information, volunteer, department volunteering, but, you know, my friendships at the radio station at WXM and WSD mean a lot to me as well. And, uh, you know... I have been blessed to get to do what I love. And I can't thank everybody at WXM enough. No, last Friday was my final scoreboard show. I got emotional. I always get choked up by the amount of support that uh, the scoreboard show has. And uh, people tell me, E.T., you do a great job. I'm, I'm very... Uh, thankful to get to listen to you on Friday night well let me echo those same sentiments back I'm very thankful that you all get to listen each and every Friday night back and um, I know that's a lot of the ways people get their scores you know coming home from football games they tune in to 935 WXM and WXM.com and they listen and they find their scores out and I take a lot of pride in my job and I hope I do as good of a job as I can to deliver those scores to you each week, and you know, even though that the scoreboard shows over, I'm going to continue to write down uh, playoff games from around the region and um, what's going to go take place in Northeast Tennessee and Southeast Kentucky in the playoffs, and uh, continue to write down all these college and NFL games throughout each week up into ball season, and. uh be a lot of fun to see how all these teams will uh, fare going to bowl games this year. And, you know, I'm very thankful for all of that. And I, I look forward to doing it each and every week. And I hope that I can continue to do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast right here. If you all don't mind, share this with your friends. You know, let them know that... I do have my podcast, E.T. Considers Everything. He talks about mostly sports and dives into what's going on in the football world, what's going on in the uh, local sports scene for UVA Wise, and, you know, he'll, he'll talk some on wrestling too. Um, I, I'll probably do a wrestling podcast here soon when I get the chance, you know, probably try to combine both of them, uh, UVA Wise sports and and uh, professional wrestling and Talk some more on football as well. So, you know, that's a, a very good thing. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and end this podcast right here. If y'all don't mind, share it with your friends. I'm on Anchor, I'm on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you can listen to your podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I'm there. And I will send out a link on my Facebook and Twitter. That way, you all can get to have and share this podcast with everybody that you know. So, ladies and gentlemen, for now, my name is E.T. Eric Tyler Mullins, and this has been another edition of E.T. Considers Everything. Hope you all have a wonderful day, and I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening, good night, and good luck, everybody.